Hi guys, welcome to Life Happens. I'm your host, Demetrius Arujo, and in this episode, we're going to be talking all about the importance of spending time with your family, and that means making time for them. Then, we're going to be talking about my addiction with sleeping cold, and then we're going to be getting into the final update on my car accident as my car is being fixed as we speak, and finally, we're going to be talking about my opinions on the Urban Dictionary. All of that and more on this episode of Life Happens. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Without further ado, let's just dig into it. Okay, so starting with the first segment, we're going to be talking about the fun fact of the day. Now, this fun fact of the day is actually a, I mean kind of an interesting one. So Mike Tyson once offered a zoo attendant $10,000 to let him fight a gorilla. Now, if I ever heard something that screams Mike Tyson more, I would be lying to you guys. I couldn't, I I can completely see this happening. And this is one of the, um, the fun fact of the days that I don't really believe until you actually Google it and see a lot of sources actually covered this story. And it's actually very, very funny actually trying to imagine this happening because you can see, like, you can see it in his eyes. He would just fight a gorilla with his bare hands and just not even have a scratch on him. The guy's awesome. I have nothing bad to say about him. He's awesome. Um, I, because, I mean, I'm saying this mostly because I don't want to be punched in the face, but I mean, <laughs> going right past that, I do think that he is an awesome fighter. I mean, I I don't really watch pro fighting, but because I kind of cringe at it because I'm like, oh no, that's a lot of blood. But <laughs> um, but other than that, I do like Mike Tyson. I just think that this um this isn't really that believable, but it actually happens, so it's kind of funny. But Without further ado, let's get into the podcast topic, which is spending time with your family. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So spending time with your family is one of the most important things you can do. And as a 18-year-old, it's very, very important for not only me to realize this, but other people to realize this also. Your family should be the thing that comes first. Yes, you get into arguments, but also, at the same exact time, there's a saying, and the saying goes, family can hurt you like no other. And that statement is true, because of the fact that your family knows everything about you. It knows all of your faults, all of the things that you're insecure about, and you do vent to them about everything. Now, yes, I'm not saying that it's right for them to use the things that you're insecure about against you. But that just goes to say that they can use it against you. And that's the negative. We're not going to be focusing on the negative. Family is an important thing to spend time with. 
And starting with this week, I actually did spend a lot of time with my grandparents, and I would like to talk about that in this podcast. Now, in the beginning of the week, starting even on Monday, I got out of work a little bit earlier than I usually do. And you know what? Instead of just spending it to myself, I said, you know what? Let's go over my grandparents' house and spend time with them. And we actually did, and we stayed a little bit longer than we usually do because of the fact that we were actually having some really, really good conversation. We were laughing. Yes, there was a little bit of screaming. We had some disagreements, but that's all in the good fun of being a family. Now, you're not going to agree on everything when you are a family, but you have to come together at the end of the day and say, no, you know what? I disagree with you, but you know what? You're entitled to your own opinion. And I feel like it's very, very important for people to actually realize this simple fact. And it's very, very important for everybody to come together at the end of the day and say, you know what? I strongly disagree with you, but it doesn't matter. We're family. We need to come together at the end of the day and just congratulate each other for being here and congratulate each other for saying, you know, we went through this. We will continue to go through this, but we will disagree at the end of the day, every single day. But it doesn't matter because you don't have to agree on every single topic. There's a lot of topics that I really don't agree with my family on, and there's a lot of topics that they really don't agree with me on, and that's perfectly okay. We live in a country full of many different opinions, and that's perfectly okay. That's the First Amendment, and this is very, very important to realize that you should not even hold anger against them or inside of your head. If you have something to say, and I feel like in every single situation, not just with your family, but more generally, if you have a problem with somebody, just let them know. Most of the time, you can just sort it out simply by just talking it out. Instead of fighting with people, instead of holding it inside of you, simply just talk it out. And yes, this cannot be used in every single situation. Like if somebody wants to fight you, you can't just talk it out and say, hey man, um, well, I mean, if you, if you listen to me, then I do have a a son at home and I really don't want to fight you because of this. No, they're not going to care. But I'm just saying in, in most situations and arguments that you have with your family, it can simply be solved just by talking it through and saying, you know what, we're going to move on. This something, something bad really did happen. I forgive you and then they forgive you, and you both move on. Don't talk about it again, and it's perfectly good. But I feel like the dangers of this is the fact that if they keep bringing it up and bringing it up and bringing it up, don't keep bringing it up. Don't keep bringing up a situation that you really don't agree on. Simply just move on and say, you know what? I'll have my opinion. You'll have your opinion. I'll agree to disagree and call it a day. During the COVID lockdown and COVID pandemic or whatever the heck we want to call it, right? We had lots of disagreements with our family and I can't say that I didn't with my family and other people can't say that they didn't with their family and everybody has their own different opinions during different situations that we went through, aka I would say like BLM and stuff like that. We have our opinions on everything, but what's the most important thing to do is realize that we do have differing opinions on each matter. And if you don't agree with somebody, simply just say, you know what, I'm gonna re- I respect you as a person, so I'm not going to bring it up again. That's what I had to do with a couple of people in my life. You know what, we disagree on this, we're not going to bring it up again. We disagree on this topic, we won't bring it up again. 
Because what's the worth of just going through every single time you meet with somebody just to argue about the same exact thing you argued about last time? It does not solve anything, and it does not prove anything. It actually proves that you're stuck in a reality that you want to just be right all the time. And that's simply not a good take. But without further ado, let's get into the venting section. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so like I talked about at the beginning of this podcast, I actually sleep really, really cold. And this is actually a little bit weird because I like my room really, really cold. But I like my blankets very, very hot. So this is actually a nice little context because of the fact that I can just stick out my foot and just instantly be colder if I wanted to. And I'm not too hot inside of my room I mean, I'm not too hot inside of my sheets because of the fact that it's freezing outside of my sheets, but I'm not too cold inside of my sheets because I do have the heated blanket. So some people make fun of me because of the fact that I have both of these things. And I'm like, you know what? The heated blanket doesn't even cost that much money. You're fine. Um, but also at the same exact time, I said, you know what? It doesn't cost that much money, but if you do really want me to, I'll pay the bill um, because of the fact that I... I really have a hard time falling asleep. I do need melatonin anyway, so I have sleep insomnia. I never got it treated. Um, But it's okay because I just take melatonin. I'm like, okay, it's a little bit better. But I literally only sleep like three to four hours. So I'm like, whatever I can do to alleviate and make my um, sleep as insomnia not as bad, whatever I can do to actually make me fall asleep quicker, I'm going to go and do it, even if it costs me a little bit of extra money. I don't mind because I'm like, you know, it matters more to me that I'm actually getting a better night's sleep. It doesn't matter to me that I'm spending like the money that I am on these things. It doesn't matter. (coughs) And at the end of the day, we have to realize that what matters most is sleep. (coughs) Sleep matters most. And at least it does for me. Sleep really does matter. Sleep, ma- sleep matters most to me, and I feel like sleep matters most to everybody else. But see, here's the thing, though. My sleeping in is considered 8.30. On the weekends, I sleep until 8.30, and I feel like I woke up late. I usually wake up around 7.30. And even if that one hour, I feel like that one hour is the biggest difference in the world. And it's the weirdest thing ever because I feel like I'm wasting the day. And even if it is only an hour, maybe I wake up at 9.30, which is still early to a lot of people in the world. Um, even six o'clock, I barely ever wake up at six o'clock, but when I do, I'm like, wow, I can get so much done. I just need to have like two more cups of coffee on top of my regular two. So I'll have four to five cups of coffee that day because I'm like, oh my God, I need to be awake over here because I'm literally so tired, but it's just a small price to pay to get a lot more done. And I like to look at it in that aspect. And even at night when I'm like, oh my God, I cannot sleep. I just want to do this project. I just want to do this project. I start noting, I take out my phone because I don't sleep with my phone next to me. I walk over to my phone on my bureau and I actually start typing in the notes app. 
and I do a plethora of different things in the Nota app, I actually sit here and say, okay, well, I want to go over this topic with myself. Okay. And I start writing, 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 writing. And then by the time I'm done, I'm like, wow, I'm so tired. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready for bed. Now at this point, it's like 30 minutes later, but it's okay because at the end of the day, that 30 minutes is going to save me an hour to two hours of not sleeping good because I got everything off of my mind inside of my notes app. And then I, in the morning, I can look back and look at all of the nonsense that I wrote on the notes pad and just delete it because <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm tired, I really don't know what to type. But also at the same exact time, I do like to look it through and say, you know what? I did kind of make a little bit of sense. And then I put that into the podcast ideas panel of my notes app. And then I have check marks and I have um, a little section that I can add. So it's kind of weird, but it's kind of organized, but it's kind of not organized, if you get what I mean. There's a lot of different ways of looking at this. But for me, I like lo doing this only as an aspect of getting my mind off of the thing that I'm actually thinking about. And if this does help anybody else, please leave it in the comments down below if it really does help anybody else. Because I didn't really research this. I just heard one other person talk about it or journaling. I should say that I heard another person talking about and technically, this is what it is, getting it off of your mind. Because if it's on your mind, you're not going to be able to concentrate on sleeping. And yes, it's weird to say you need to concentrate on sleeping, but it's true. You need to concentrate on sleeping. And for me, at least, it helps the most when I do concentrate on sleeping. And here's the thing. Maybe not concentrate on sleeping. Maybe I wouldn't say concentrate on sleeping is the best way of putting it. But what I would say is that the best way to actually put it is concentrate on not thinking about sleeping. That's the way I would rephrase it. Think about everything but sleeping. So here's the best way that I can explain it. And I actually had my my um, my meditation teacher actually teach me this. Now the meditation teacher broke it like broke it down like this: When you want to sleep, breathe in. Hold your breath for five seconds or breathe in for five seconds. Hold your breath for five seconds and breathe out for 10 seconds and then count one. Then do it again, two, and then do it again, three, and then four, and then all the way up to 10. And then restart on one, one, and then two, and then three, and whatever. You get the point. The thing is that it's very, very important for everybody to just take a deep breath and relax and I feel like it is the best thing to do to look at a 360 degree view like I have been saying and it's very very important for people to realize that that you can get through sleep insomnia if you have it you can get through anything if you put your mind to it that's the takeaway of this venting section and let's get into the last update on my car accident situation Okay, so getting straight into the bad driver spotlight, I actually got my car fixed. So there's no more updates from the situation until another person cuts me off. But speaking of this, the loaner car they gave me. So actually, I use my car all the time for deliveries. I use my car all the time for work. So I need a loaner car. So the loaner car that they gave me is obviously a little bit different than the one I actually own. 
because I own a Prius. They gave me a Kia, and I'm like, oh, okay, the Kia's a little bit different than my Prius, obviously. The Kia goes a lot faster, a lot quicker than my Prius, but that's the problem. I'm not in a rush to get anywhere. Even when I'm on deliveries, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Okay, I'm going to go like the exact speed limit, if you know what I mean, um, and I'll get there. But the thing is that I'm not going to sit here and want to go zero to 60 miles per hour in about, the what, two seconds? Like, I don't care about that. I care about going fast and the aspect of going exactly the speed limit when I get there. Okay, I want to go exactly the speed limit when I am at the speed limit. I don't want to go exactly the speed limit, if you know what I mean. I'll stop saying it like that in two seconds. I'll get there when I get there. And... The thing is that you really don't even have to be going that much exactly the speed limit if you if you um if you really think about it it doesn't really affect the travel time that much if you look at it and break it down the difference between you going 60 miles per hour which is around the speed limit to over maybe 80 miles per hour is about 20 to 30 seconds. So are you really going to risk that much over to go 20 or 30 seconds longer? It doesn't really make a lot of sense. But also at the same exact time, if that really, if you're really not thinking about that and you're like, oh, I just want to go this speed, I'm not, not thinking about it. How about you think at a, about it at the aspect of miles per gallon and the money that you're wasting per year? You can break it down like that. But if you don't want to break it down like that, it's totally fine. But the thing is for me, I care more about the miles per gallon that I'm saving, especially when I'm putting the money forth for the deliveries. So let's just say I'm taking a delivery to somebody's house from the place that I work. I would go a slower. I would go. I would build up speed a little bit slower because I wanted to save the miles per gallon instead of going heavy, having my foot very heavy and going pedal to the metal for no reason at all because I don't need a rush to get there. Yes, I'm going to rush a little bit. I'm going to exactly go the speed limit, wink, wink. But I'm not going to go and try to get, oh, I mean, uh, exactly the speed limit faster than I actually need to because it's not that big of a deal. Um, the thing is, though, but when I drive with my Prius, right, I kind of get a little bit mad because people have this uh, persona of a Prius driver going exactly the speed limit, um, exactly the speed limit in the aspect of lower speed than me and um if you know what i mean so they cut me off and i kind of get annoyed at that but it's also at the same time i kind of understand where they're coming from most previous drivers um go lower than the speed limit and people don't really um, want to put up with that i guess so they just cut me off and um, I end up going faster than them because we're both going exactly the speed limit. And um, and they were, they're like, oh, and they're surprised. So it's like, okay, just because I own a Prius does not mean I'm going exactly the speed limit, okay? Uh, uh, you, you get the point, okay? I'm not going lower than the speed limit. I'm going above the speed limit. I'm going exactly the speed limit, I mean. And before I get myself into trouble, we're going to get into the last segment. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never ran so to no man, I still go. So getting right into the last podcast topic, we're actually going to be 
talking about my opinions on the Urban Dictionary. Now, the Urban Dictionary has a lot of definitions that I agree with, and especially if you look up my name, I agree with every single one of those definitions. I, even if you look up my birthday, which is March 29, it says all nice things, so I love the website. But the second that I see something bad, I'm like, mm, not so much. But also at the same exact time, I love the aspect that they have. I like the aspect that you can add a word and then put a definition to that word. And sometimes the word that they have in the definition attached to it is more reliable than Webster Dictionary. And that's the sad part about that. Webster Dictionary, or there's another one, there's another dictionary. Um, I don't know the name of it, but why is it that Urban Dictionary is more reliable than those sources? And I feel like the people putting up their definitions for said words are a lot better because they're actually using the words in the real life. These people that are actually putting um, the definitions on Webster's um, dictionary are not actually using most of these Gen Z terms, so they don't really know what it means. So they're just going to put this random thing that a grandma like thought of on the website, and you really can't find anything. So that's my opinions on Urban Dictionary. I like it. Okay, I like it, especially because it says a lot of nice things about my name. But other than that, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening, and I hope they have a great rest of your day. If you did enjoy this episode, please give it a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. And if you want to see more content created by me, you can check out my channel, Demetrius Arujo, on YouTube or Instagram. You can also find me at arujostudios.com and all of the content Arujo Studios produce is available on that website also. Thank you all for watching and I hope they have a great rest of your day. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, 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 go. Hey, 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 hey. Were you really going to click off this video before leaving a like and subscribing down below? Wow, so rude.